0: What's going on, everybody? I am the last sane human. alive. So, right off into it, this will probably be pretty quick. Uh, I'm going to talk about two fights off this card this past weekend. Um, Obviously, there were great fights all night. You saw the card. But um, I'm only going to speak on two. If I I spoke about the whole card, we'll be here all day. So, I'm only going to speak on two real quick. Um, Okay, so... uh, Frankie Edgar I'm sorry you guys But it may be time For good old Frankie To wash it up man I mean I'm sorry Not wash it up Ooh wrong words To hang it up You know what I'm saying I don't think Frankie's Like washed up or nothing I just think he's past his prime And he's outgunned In every division He gets in now Due to weight cutting You know what I'm saying Frankie Edgar Was the lightweight champ Imagine him Fighting against Habib Nomaga Madoff Or Dustin Poirier You know what I'm saying At 155 These guys tower him. Frankie's a little guy, man. Like, if he can't make 125, he should go ahead and hang it up because 125 is the only division where I see him having success at in today's MMA. I don't see Frankie having any success at featherweight, obviously. I don't see him having any success at bantamweight. You know, uh, the flying knee from Corey Sanhagen was great, but even if he didn't land that, man, listen. Frankie was gonna lose that fight, even if St. Sanhagen didn't land that shit. That shit was so crazy, and um, you feel bad to see Frankie getting put down like that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, in the past few fights, he's been getting put down, and I just feel like he's outgunned at way. Like even at Way, I feel like he's just outgunned. You know what I mean? These guys are younger. These guys, Frankie's uh, <clears throat> strength, one of his strong, his key, one of his key strong points was his wrestling. The problem is. Everybody has wrestling now, so unless you're like a super high level wrestler, everybody has wrestling now. Everybody has takedown defense. Everybody has good striking. So you see, Frankie is in a situation, and then the he hes never going to be champion. You know, he might as well hang it up. All he's going to do is stay around long enough to continue to tarnish his legacy. They, they 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 need to give him like a tuner fight, you know, like a retirement fight, something that he can win. And, you know, send him on his way into the Hall of Fame. Cause that's where he's gonna be at, you know. But I'm sorry. I, I I just get tired of watching these, you know, newer guys make a name off of being old legends. You know what I mean? People who are past their prime who in their prime these newer guys wouldn't even been able to fuck with, you know, couldn't even hold these guys jock straps. But now cause they're past their prime, they're a little older, they're a little slower, you know. The game has changed it up a lot. It's just sad to watch these guys get put down like that. Um, But, no, kudos to Corey Sanhagen. Amazing flying knee. Definitely, like, he timed that perfectly. That was beautiful, you know. But I don't see you beating Peter Yan or Aljamain Sterling. Aljamain Sterling just choked you out in, like, the first round, bro. Chill out. You know, you beat an old legend, chill out. (laughs) You know, it is what it is. But uh, and then Alex Overeem fight, man. Overeem is upsetting when you watch him fight, bro. Especially in comparison to his okay one fights back in the day, you know. He's upsetting when you watch him fight, you know. But one thing I will say is, if you've been watching this shit long enough, you get to watch these guys mature and grow up in the octagon, pretty much, you know. Um, Volkov wasn't one that I follow, like outside the octagon. <laughs> But in the octagon, I have definitely seen the improvement in his game. No debates. Like, the last, like, three or four fights he's had, in comparison to this fight, this is the best he's looked. You know, this is the best he's looked. I just don't like that it's against Alistair Overeem. Overeem, hey, was on the center line all night. (sighs) It was literally one-two down the middle, one-two down the middle. I mean, he was piecing them up, just straight down the middle. Jab straight, jab straight. Overeem never moved his head. He just sat there and got beat bloody, you know. It's crazy to to watch guys like that, you know, who've been fighting this long. You you just start to think they've been around too long. Overeem's taking too many shots. He has no chin. This whole little last tighter run he had is dead. Time to retire, you know what I mean? All you're doing now is the same thing Frankie is doing. Sitting around, sitting around, fucking up your legacy. You know what I mean? Taking unnecessary knockouts. The UFC is going to tell people like Alistair to go ahead and retire right now because there aren't a lot of big names at the top of the heavyweight division. They still need him there for a while. Alistair probably have one or two more fights before he goes out, and those fights will be up against up-and-comers trying to get a name off of him. That's what it's going to be. If he fights again. But very impressed with Volkoff and the improvement. Uh, I want to say his last fight was Greg Hardy. Not very impressive. He went five fucking rounds with asthma attack. Can't breathe past the second Greg Hardy. You know, so I didn't have a lot of confidence in him in this fight. I was hoping that I went out there, you know, continue his little title run. But he got punished. You know, he got punished bad. I feel real bad for him after that fight. I'm not gonna lie, I feel real bad for him after that fight, it didn't make any sense to watch it. poor Alistair get put down like that man, fuck, <laughs> you know but, it's what it is right, what can you do but, uh, yeah, I would like to see Alistair retire I would like to see, um Frankie Ecker go ahead and retire let's go ahead and get these guys to the Hall of Fame you know <coughs> 420 friendly you already know it. but yeah it was it was a good night of events you know um like I say not excited to see you know San Hagen put down Frankie like that but it was a good man it was good it, it, Corey San Hagen is pretty good I like Corey San Hagen you know he's a pretty good fighter you know I just don't see him beating the top you know Shel Sonnen says Corey San Hagen should fight um TJ Dillashaw you know I don't mm, I don't know about that I feel like TJ to fight for the title As soon as he comes back <clears throat> You know and people say Ah oh, well No he got caught cheating And blah 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 And it's like No no debate he got caught cheating We can't even dispute that He said he was cheating you know No debate you know So he manned up He didn't try to say It was uh, tainted this tainted that He manned up Said he was cheating you know I don't give a fuck. I still love T.J. Dillashaw, bro. I'm a diehard T.J. Dillashaw fan. Some of you casuals call diehard fans dick riders. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You know, and then when you don't like somebody, the casuals call you a hater. So you can't really win. If you like somebody, you're a dick rider. If you don't like them, you're a hater. What the fuck? You know what I mean? You can't really win. You know, I don't give a fuck, bro. I like T.J. Dillashaw. I think he should get a title shot. There's nobody fucking up. I'm sorry. Jose Aldo, no. No, I'm sorry. I love Jose Aldo, too. No. TJ, and if anything, TJ and Jose should fight for it. Fight for the next title shot, you know? If, if anything, it should be TJ and Jose, because who else? Not Corey Sanhagen. I mean, every time somebody in that division, in the bantamweight division wins, this past, like, few weeks, this is, you know, since TJ's suspension is about to be up, every time somebody in in that division wins a big fight, they always say, you know, when Jose won, ah, he should fight TJ to see who's going to fight, you know, the winner of Sterling and Jan or whatever, and then San Hagel wins, like, he should fight TJ to see who's going to fight the winner, you know, it's, it's all about what's more recent, you know what I mean, so, we'll see what happens, I think the people would rather see Jose and TJ, both of them been around for a while, obviously Jose's been around longer, but, um but Jose started so young <laughs> they're pretty much the same fucking age you know what I mean and um these guys are both good fighters both really good strikers we'd we have a really good striking match with them too you know so I would really like to see that match you know um, should Corey Stan Hagen get a title shot ooh I don't know I don't know Binky I'm sorry beating Frankie at, at, at this point in his career means nothing to me it is equivalent to Uriah Hall beating Anderson Silva and then asking for a title shot because he beat Anderson Silva, you know what I mean? Now, he didn't ask for one, I'm just saying that that's the equivalent of him, to him if after he beat Anderson Silva and put him out, then he said, up, I should be next in line for the title. You know, I, 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 I just put down Anderson. He's the greatest middleweight of all time. Yeah, he was the greatest middleweight of all time. He's not anymore, you know what I mean? And he hasn't been for a while. Frankie hasn't been the greatest of anything in a while, you know what I mean. He 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 wasn't the greatest lightweight before he moved down to featherweight. He was in that top ten, but he wasn't nowhere near the top. You know what I mean? Let's be real, you know. He moved down to featherweight takes the L or two, and it's like, you know what? Let's try bending weight, you know what I mean? Because these guys are outsizing him pretty much. Frankie Edgar's a little guy, you know what I mean? So, you know, he's trying to find uh, a weight class in today's MMA that fits him. In my opinion, the only one that fits him is 125 pounds, you know? But can he get down that low? Healthy is the question, you know? So, who knows, you know? Who knows? But... I just hate when guys beat legends old legends who are past their prime who are not what they used to be who are shell of former selves and they act like they just beat him at the top of his game you know fuck out of here but I I do like Corey Hagen, so I'm not trying to diss him or nothing I'm just saying let's be real Corey you just lost out Jermaine Sterling he's actually a, a fucking contender in this convi- division you just got beat by him in in the fucking first round miss me with that I knocked out Frankie Edgar I deserve no you know what I mean no, but I like the confidence. I like the confidence. Now, another MMA news: Habib Nurmagomedov tells the UFC that they should just move on. Dustin Dustin deserves to be champion, so Dustin should just be champion. Let me say this: Fuck you, Habib. That's not how it fucking works. You and this all, you and all this, deserve, deserve, deserve. It's okay. So in in the UFC. We don't give things to people who deserve it. We give it to people who fucking earn it, who fight for it. Does does Dustin deserve a title shot? No debate. Does Dustin deserve just to be given the title because there isn't a champion? No. No one deserves that. You need to fight for the title. Dustin deserves to be the first in line for that. I agree. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't deserve an NT. And this is Habib's thing. When he beat uh, Justin Gaethje, he says I deserve to be pound for pound champion. you deserve or did you earn it bro, you know what I'm saying you just wanna you know, you know, pity me, pity me play the victim, now don't get me wrong his dad passing away is a sad thing losing a parent, is hard for anybody you know what I'm saying, it seems as if his father wasn't that old he's a pretty young guy himself so losing your parent that early in your life I, I'm, um I don't know, I'm, I feel like me and Habib be around the same age, you know what I mean? I have my parents, so I can understand, you know, losing a parent is tough. I get it. I get it completely, okay? This doesn't mean that now you deserve to be the pound-for-pound champion with three title defenses and 16 of your fight. Look this shit up. And when you look it up, do a deep a, a, deep, uh, uh, a deep, dive research when you look it up, okay? Because all these guys, um, so all these guys he fought were professionals, OK, all these guys that uh, he fought were professionals, so all their records are online somewhere. You just got to look them up. Every professional record of every professional fighter is online somewhere. OK, you just got to look them up. When you look up these guys, he fought six. The uh, uh, Not 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 the entire 16, but the majority of the 16 have either just never won a fight in their MMA career, period when he fought them had never had a fight and he had had experience and they did not. So he was like 10 and O fighting. O and O guys, you know what I mean? Like, come on. And then Michael Bisney wants you to say, well, these shouldn't even come into account because this isn't what he did in the, um, in the UFC you know so it shouldn't even matter well no I, I question that Biz Bean, because the UFC constantly brings these wins up when they're talking about him so if they matter and so if they matter in that capacity then they should matter when we're talking about the GOAT you know what I'm saying who the GOAT is and if the GOAT if half of his record is against people who never fought before or never won an MMA fight or was a two round fight, then yes, these fights should be brought into question. Ever talking about GOAT status? You know what I mean? <clears throat> So all this, oh, he deserved, I I deserve to be pound for pound champ. No, you don't deserve. You stick around, you fight, you continue to dominate and you earn that. It's been too many, I said this before, it's been too many champions who have defended multiple, man, listen, the heavyweight division is the most dangerous division in the UFC. It is literally, literally the division that one punch can end the fight at any point in time in any fight. Even against two wrestlers, it don't matter. One point, I mean, one punch can end the fight. The heavyweight title changes hands more than any other title in UFC. That is a fact, not an opinion. Okay, changes hands so much that before Stipe, we never had anybody defend the, the heavyweight title three times. It's never happened in the heavyweight division. Okay, Stipe defended the title three times. People. You know what I'm saying? Now, in the heavyweight division, that makes you GOAT status for the heavyweights. And the fact that you're a heavyweight, just means likely you can beat up everybody under your weight class. That makes you kind of the baddest man on the planet at the time until DC beat him. Now, imagine if DC beat Stipe the first time, didn't take a rematch and said I'm the greatest to ever do it and retired then we would not know that he's not the greatest Stipe is because Stipe beat him two times back to back after that what if Dustin were to come back and beat Habib two times we'll never know because Habib won't take the fights he just says shit like I'm level above I'm levels above these guys are you though Habib are you? Habib is really fucking good. I would love to see Habib fight three or four more fights. I don't want to see him fight one more fight. That's pointless to me. And if he does fight one more fight, I don't want it to be like Conor McGregor or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Because he's definitely going to watch Conor and Conor definitely doesn't deserve that fight. You know what I mean? But, um... I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm not on the Habib train. You know what I'm saying? I do think Habib is an extremely talented athlete. But I've said this before on here you have to defend and dominate a division. What happened to our champions that wanted to fight? Say what you want to say about John Jones. Say what you want. But that man defended the fuck out that belt. And he didn't just do it once every other year, he defended multiple times in a year. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the exact stats on it But with the amount of title defenses he, he, He's had And the amount of time he's been in the UFC I think it's quite apparent he's he, he defended the belt He fought often He defended whoever they put in front of him John Jones defended against fucking killers Leota Machida Rampage in fucking Rampage's prime though Rashad Evans is in his prime like, He was beating people in their prime when when they were at the top of their game got in there against John Jones and he made it look easy against them you can say all day oh he was dirty you don't know that you don't not only do you not know that the man was passing drug tests so there's that you know what I'm saying there's that you know now obviously he failed a drug test and he was dirty but we can leave John Jones where he's at put him on a shelf and we can put out GSP (laughs) what are you going to say about him he is probably one of the only people that I do not know that I have never met that I truly believe has a moral code that he follows. <laughs> I don't believe anybody has a moral code in the real in the real world, except for maybe GSP. <laughs> I think GSP gives bullshit generic advice. On his on his Instagram, but that shit goes gold every time because the way he says it, and he's fucking GSP. GSP will say some shit like, I remember when I was fighting and things were bad. And I just said to myself, Things can always get worse. So remember, these may be bad, but they can always be worse. You know what I'm saying? I say, what? and he's saying it like it's some gem he's dropping on you and I'm like what and everybody's like damn you read the comments everybody's like damn GSP is so insightful he's such a smart person and you're like cause he just simply said if things are bad don't worry cause they could always be worse like what that's like saying better late than never You know what I'm saying? Like it's a gym, you know? But GSP could literally say better late than never and people just go crazy. You know what I'm saying? I believe GSP truly has a moral high horse. You know what I'm saying? That he's on. You know what I mean? What are you going to say about that? He defended the title multiple times, way more than Habib. And GSP fought like twice a year too, I want to say. Because I I remember one guy was trying to... um, Debate about GSP, and he was saying that GSP fought like he barely fought, he wouldn't fight. And then, when somebody else had looked it up, he was like, nah, he fought like twice a year, bro, except for the one year he was injured. <laughs> And you say well what can you expect you know you gotta train for the fights you're the champ you're not taking fights on short notice that's crazy you know that that that's how you don't stay the champ you know but back in, the, in in GSP day when John Jones was first in there Anderson Silva days that's when we had champions that defended bro that just defended the belt as much as possible these guys wanted the fight they weren't getting paid shit imagine these guys are complaining today about what they're getting paid imagine when they were getting paid back in GSP days why you think GSP came back? GSP came back to that Bisping fight because they've been seeing people like Conor McGregor, who aren't half as talented as they are, get these huge big paydays, and they're much better fighters. You know, so they all come back to try to, to try get their big payday. He came back and picked the easy fight with Michael Bisping, which was a smart fight for him. You know, I'm so saying I don't enjoy it, but it was a smart fight or whatever. And um wins that fight and then takes off and takes off again you know what I mean but GSP was an incredible champion are we just gonna dismiss the the, the killers GSP went through do you not remember the build up to the Carlos Condit fight are you kidding me you know what I'm saying the natural born now he faces a natural born killer look that shit up that's what it says bro I was on that shit you know what I mean like what do you mean so it's like what do you mean, Habib? You're not the pound for pound champ, you know, goat. You can't just say that shit and say you deserve it cuz you won a few, cuz you know, you defended the title a few times. Tyrone Woodley defended the title fucking four times. It's it, if he would have retired right then, would he have been a goat? Look at his last few fights. He's getting ran through. You know what I'm saying? He's getting ran through. I thought Gilbert Burns was going to literally kill him. You understand? I thought this was going to be his death. I thought we were going to watch a murder on fucking live TV. (laughs) That's how bad it was. What do you mean? Gilbert was on his ass, bro. Gilbert looked scary. Gilbert looked... Listen, if Gilbert... Was black as shit and a little bit bigger. He would have looked like Francis Ngannou in that fight, bro. <laughs> it's okay. I'm black. I can say that. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's only racist if I'm white. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Apparently, you know, that's how the world works. You know, but that's just crazy, bro. That's just crazy, man. Like, and this guy expects to say he's, listen, I don't want Habib to beat the fight again. I'm so over it. You can retire. You've had a, a great career. I'm not gonna shit on your career. You had dominant performances. The way he dominated Justin Gaethje was was amazing, you know what I'm saying? I was in here with my friends watching it and they, you know, were all for Gaethje Me and my wife were you know, 'cause my wife, the only fight she watches is a fight when Habib fights, you know what I mean? She loves Habib fighting. So, you know, especially after the whole Connor fight, she doesn't like Conor McGregor very much. You know what I'm saying? But um my na- my uh my friends were real shocked that um the way habib handled that fight he just ran through justin you know he 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 broke dustin in the fight you know obviously broke connor you know what i mean but and then his three title defenses put to rest any shit they were saying about him beating ally quinta for the title you know what i'm saying so that's what's up bro you defended the title you know what i'm saying that's what's up that doesn't mean you're the GOAT though. Yeah, you dominated some guys, but that doesn't mean you're the GOAT though. You didn't dominate guys. The only guy you dominated that we can compare to anybody GSP put down was Dustin. Connor, not so much. Connor was like drunk during the press conference and shit, bro. Like he was not prepared for that fight. That was so stupid of him to go into the fight like that the way he was. That was so crazy, you know. He did not prepare for that fight. Doesn't dismiss the victory. We're just not gonna compare those. Compare the guys who DSP beat to him. You know what I mean? Let's be real. You know, Dustin is the only one we can really compare. Justin has not been in the UFC long, and I just I'm not sold on Justin. Yeah, he beat the shit out of Tony Ferguson. That shit was crazy. You know what I'm saying? That shit was crazy. You know, but um, I'm not just so sold on Dustin. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not. I'm sorry, not, not Dustin. Justin. I, I wasn't so sold on Justin. Everybody kept talking about his wrestling, his wrestling, and just and stupid. His defensive wrestling. He had everybody I talked to talking about defensive wrestling. And well, how that defensive wrestling work out? Because he got mounted in triangle from the full. And this is ridiculous. How that defensive wrestling work out? You know. So I wasn't. I wasn't ever sold on Justin. Although he is very talented, so it's still a legit win. But. Again, let's not compare Justin to, you know, the guys, fucking the the Yoda Machitas, the Rampage, the Rashad Evans, the, you know what I mean? Be real, bro. Like, what are we saying? You know, the fucking Forrest Griffins, the goddamn, all the people, um, Anderson Silva put to the Shell Sunning. The way Anderson Silva beat Shell Sunning was crazy. Shell Sunning is. No debate gave Anderson the toughest fight of his career. Sonnen was on his ass the entire fight, man, the entire five rounds, except for the last like fucking thirty seconds, you know what I'm saying? But Shelton was an animal, but Anderson Silver still beat him. These are your pound for pound champions, you know what I'm saying? Pound for pound goats, you know what I mean? Not somebody with three title defenses because people do that shit all the time. There's nothing we haven't seen before. You have to do something that other guys haven't already done to beat a pound-for-pound pound goal. You can't just do something that everybody does in the UFC. Not everybody, but you know you get a champion you know what I'm saying he defends two or three times then he may lose the belt maybe he defends four times then he may lose the belt but once he defends seven eight times that's when we start talking about ghost status because seven eight nine times means that you washed out the fucking top ten you know you washed out everybody in the, in the division and there's no one left that's what that means you know what I'm saying you washed out the entire division and there's no one left you know we're not seeing that done nowadays. Max Holloway was doing that, you know, and I believe Max Holloway is going to continue to do that. You know what I mean? But we, we're we not seeing that done nowadays where guys just wash out divisions. We're seeing guys win the belt and then, like, Henry Cejudo, win the belt and start saying you're the greatest ever and then just retire. You know, I would like Cejudo to come back, but I don't really like Henry that much, but I would like for him to come back and fight uh, Figueredo because I think he will probably beat him. No debates. I think mean, he will beat him, but I think it'd be a good fight if anything, you know, but I'm just I'm not trying to, I'm just tired of Habib, but I don't care no more and and it's not even really Habib's fault because he's been saying this from the beginning, he doesn't want to fight you know, Dana White keeps trying to make us think that, it's, that uh, it's a possibility. So it's not even really Habib's fault. He he hasn't said anything different from when he said he retired. You know what I mean? He never said he was coming back. Dana White said it was a possibility. It was a maybe. But my thing is this, Habib. If you're not even coming back, why even go have the meeting? Why not just say I'm not coming back and that's that? Why even have the meeting, you know? Right now, the lightweight division is booming. We don't need to be Michael Tanner has proven he's a top prospect. <laughs> he knocked out Dan Hooker the first round, and I feel like he's going to probably do pretty good in the UFC after that. You know, Dan Hooker, I don't think he's—I don't know. I like Dan Hooker, so I going not say anything about that. I've already said it. But the lightweight division Connor says he's back. Hopefully Connor gets some fucking ring time. If Connor gets some time in the octagon, people are killing me with that after, like, Dustin just washed Connor or something if you watch that fight and I hate people who watch the highlights of the fight because the highlights mostly show with the good parts that the winner did you know what I'm saying the good punches the good strikes that, that the winner landed you know and I hate when people watch the highlights of the fight and try to tell me how you know Connor just got dominated? And he had no way to win. Connor was whooping Dustin's ass, bro. First round, Connor won clear. It was no debate. He stumbled Dustin more than once. Dustin seemed to be a step behind and a step slower than Connor. The problem was the pro- and people are like, oh no, he got him tired with that takedown. You know, he worked in the. Oh my gosh, bro! If y'all don't stop fucking regurgitating. But you hear the commentators say, Conor McGregor literally got up from the takedown, turned Dustin against the fence. Like, the takedown was not so significant, you know what I mean? I could see if he worked in three, four takedowns, you know, made him get up and down, woo do woo, whatever. No. The takedown was not so significant. He most likely didn't expect the takedown. Because when he expected it with Habib, he stuffed Habib's takedown for a minute. So he likely didn't ex- ex- expect, you know what I'm saying, the takedown. Got took him down and got back up. You know what I mean? And Dustin shot for the takedown because he was getting pieced up with the hands. You see what I'm saying? Like, the first round was dominant for Connor. Conor came out, the second round was dominant The the one mistake Conor McGregor made Was he didn't check any leg kicks in that first round And that was all Dustin could pretty much land in the first round Don't get me wrong, he landed with the hands I'm not saying that But let's be real, Conor was out, out striking him that first round Dustin was landing some Amazing leg kicks, though. And Connor didn't check. I kept telling him, I was like, damn, he got to check one of those leg kicks, man. He's going to be in some trouble. This is a fucking five round fight. If Dustin keeps blasting off leg kicks, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to last past the second, you know? And. <clears throat> And that's exactly what happened, you know, and Connor Connor also, you know, people are saying Ah, oh, Connor has all this money now He doesn't have the hunger anymore and blah blah How do you figure, he was winning the fight <laughs> Like he just didn't check leg kicks You were acting as if he wasn't out there Winning the fucking fight He was piecing Dustin up, he just didn't Check leg kicks He got taken down, it's MMA That happens, he got right back up And then reversed it Showing that he's that you know he was more powerful he was stronger he got back up and then turned Dustin against the fence you know what I mean what are you saying he was winning the fight you know Connor just needs more time in the octagon so hopefully he just does that he gets more time in the octagon starts fighting some of these guys in the lightweight division and works his way back up. I don't think he deserves a title shot. I don't think he should fight Michael Chandler. I mean, it's too dangerous right now for him. I think he needs something, like, like a Dan Hooker or something. You know what I'm saying? You know, for like a Dan Hooker or something like that. You know, I don't think he needs to fight Chandler, Justin, Oliver, none of those fucking guys. Let those guys figure out the title shot. You need to be, you know, practicing right now, you know? But people kill me with that he was winning the fight bro he was winning the fight Connor is good I think Connor still has the hunger and and the desire to fight I just think he didn't check leg kicks he said it himself in the press conference you know he hadn't been hit with leg kicks like that before you know now he knows Francis Nugano said he had never done any wrestling before he didn't know this part of MMA after Stipe dominated him with the wrestling and just held on for dear life for five rounds he said he's going to work on that part of his game. We'll see in the rematch. Because you know Stipe is not going to stand with him like he did with DC. He's going to try to wrestle fuck him to death. You know what I mean? He's going to grab a hold of him and just hold on for dear life. You know what I mean? So, uh, we'll see. But I see Connor checking leg his next fight. And whoever thinks that they're going to beat him with leg kicks they're going to have trouble look at the fucking Volkanovski and Max Holloway the first fight leg kicks Max was not just dominated in that fight he just ate too many leg kicks you know what I mean he ate too many leg kicks and he couldn't do much after that the difference is it's kind of shit and when Dustin started swinging like that Connor should have either grabbed a hold of him or started swinging right back. Instead of just balling up, he should have started swinging right back, trying to you know, try to land one of his own. You know, your leg is done. You're not going to be able to move anyway. You might as well start throwing. You know, but um, that's some adversity to face. You know, it is what it is. You know, I see Conor coming back strong. If he comes back, he just needs to spend more time in the octagon, man. He needs to. The problem with Connor is it is it would be difficult for him to fight three times a year, four times a year because of what they have to pay him. And my thing is this. If I was Connor, I wouldn't so much stress to pay that I'm going to get I'm, I'm making so much money anyway. If I want to be champion again, I need to fight three, four times a year and I need to fight everybody underneath me first and then work my way through everybody above me you know i will fight everybody underneath me first then work my way back up to everybody who's above me you know and i will fight three four times a year and by 2022 i'll be fighting for the for the belt again you know my name will be popping again more than it is now because i've been fighting often as hell you know what i mean so he just gotta get back out there and keep fighting i think he could be champion again if he keeps fighting because um he definitely was beating Dustin, bro. I'm sorry. Like if if you go back and watch the fight on ESPN Plus. I believe they just posted it up if you didn't um if you didn't pay for the event, I believe they just posted it up for you. Go back and watch that fight, man. Listen. Conor won that fight. I mean, Conor was winning that fight, bro. He was winning that fight. Dustin did good. No disrespect to Dustin. I think he's awesome. But Conor was winning that fight. But those leg kicks are fucking deadly. (laughs) Those leg kicks are deadly. But maybe you feel like Dustin was winning the fight. Wobbling around and almost getting knocked out in the first round. Maybe you feel like he was just playing possum. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Maybe that's how you feel. I don't know. You know? But uh, anyhow, you know, that's the podcast. So you already know. hit me up. If you guys want to hop on, we need that. We need people. I, I'm going to say this not all the not all the time, but I'll say this at the end of few podcasts. We need people to hop out the comment section on YouTube and let's just talk to each other. You know what I'm saying? Let's all just talk to each other and see how the fans feel. And and let's not regurgitate what we hear. Shell suddenly say what we hear. Michael Bisping, Joe Rogan, Daniel Cormier say no. Let's think for ourselves. Let's think with, with the because these guys are paid to promote. You know what I mean? They're paid to promote. Even like during the fights, when things happen that the casual fan wouldn't understand, they promote. You know what I mean? This is what their this is what their job is. You know, to promote these fighters, to build up hype for fights and things like that. So a lot of times, you're going to get skewed. Shell Sunning said, "Kamaru Usman has never had a boring fight." <laughs> Enough said, right? He said Kamar Usman never had a boring fight, bruh. Why is he saying this? Because he's promoting the fighter. Kamar Usman has has a fight coming up, he's promoting the fight. He's not gonna tell you that it's a big chance that Kamar Usman may just press this guy against the fence and stomp his foot for five rounds. He's not gonna tell you that his most exciting fight was against Kobe Covington. He's not going to tell you that he's going to tell you that Kamaru Usman is this dominating force and he's this exciting fighter to watch because when they, uh, when the pay-per-view comes out, they need you to be excited for, it. they need you to buy it. I don't need the gas. I'm going to buy the pay-per-view regardless. You can't legally stream right now. Dana White done fucked it up for us it is what it is, you know? So I'm going to buy it regardless, right? I don't need the gas, and I've seen Kamara Usman fight. I've seen, I haven't seen all his fights in the UFC, but I've seen just about every fight he's had in the UFC. Kamara Usman has definitely had boring fights. This is why his road to the uh, title was tough. That end, people didn't want to fight him because he was just wrestle fucking people to death. You know what I mean? You know, and like even with his highlights, you know they show. The, the good parts you know what I mean like the fight with t Woods was boring as hell they showed the one takedown and the one elbow he landed you know what I'm saying I, I believe he landed more than one takedown but they showed the one elbow he landed you know what I'm saying they didn't show the fucking damn near 18 minutes of him holding t Woods against the cage and just punching him in the side you know what I mean like they ain't show that holding him against the cage and don't ever punch him in the face don't ever push off punch him in the face don't ever get a takedown do no ground and pound same with Jorge hold him against the cage and your idea is I'm gonna stump his foot for like two minutes you know what I'm saying every round I'm gonna stump the shit out of his foot you know what I'm saying like I'm not gonna punch him in his face although we're in a fucking fist fight you know and you know I, not to diss Kamaru I like him too but what I'm saying is we need to get out the comment section and come together, and I'll have a conversation about it, man, and see how the fans feel, you know, uh, if not, shit, you can just tune in, and listen to see how I feel, you know what I mean, nothing wrong with that, because the end of the day, I am the last sane human, alive,